What's going on? This is DJ Brainstorm. Welcome back to episode number 96 of the Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts podcast. This show, I'll tell you right off the bat, is going to be a little bit different than what our normal show is. Both of my co-hosts are gone this week. Playboy is off getting some much needed R&R. He will be back with us next weekend. So it left me by myself this week. And I've known this day was coming for a few weeks. And I've been trying to prep for it and trying to figure out what I'm going to do to give you all a good show. I thought about calling up some people that sat down with us before and just having them come in. And we sit down and do our traditional format DMST style show. Uh, and then I started thinking a little bit more and I was like, well, we're almost 100 shows in. Let's try to do something a little bit different. And so as I was chilling one night, an old school movie was on that I was watching. White Man Can't Jump. It is at least it's an old school movie for, for people in my age range. But anyway, the movie's on and they get towards the end of the movie after they had just won that last basketball tournament. Woody Harrelson's character come back to the hotel looking for his girlfriend played by Rosie Perez. And she's not there. She's left him for the last time. And so Wesley Snipes character, even though he was the one that had pushed Woody Harrelson to play in that tournament um, against what Rosie Perez wanted him to do. He just looked at him and said, I only have one one piece of advice for you. Listen to the woman. And so I stopped and I thought for a second and I'm like, on our show, we know we are always presenting stuff from our point of view, from three males point of view. And we know that we've had our female guests on from time to time. Um, but in that situation, a lot of times there's a lot of going back and forth. There's just you make a point. I'm going to counter your point. I'm going to say this. You do the same thing to me. So we don't just have that conversation and we don't sometimes take the time to just sit back and listen. So that's kind of what I want to do this week. So I called up three of my female friends. We sat down and talked about a number of different three things in three separate conversations. Uh, marriage, recovering from divorce, uh, living with your significant other, blending families, dealing with a baby mama that may not always be the most cordial, monogamy, sex lives. Um, three different women with all in three different stages um, of life right now. So I hope you all enjoy the show. We're also still going to give you the next two tips in the Vegas survival tip as we are approaching Palooza, which will be here in about three weeks. So today you'll also get tips number six and five. So I hope you enjoy the show. Sit back, pour one up, get drunk minded with us. We'll be back with y'all next week. What's going on? This is DJ Brainstorm. I'm here with my good friend Elle today. She's been kind enough to sit down with me and talk this week because the fellas are out of town and they're not with me this week. So 
I called on a few of my of my good female friends that we could sit so we could sit down and have a conversation. So how are you doing today? All is well. All right. Thank you for for coming and sitting with me today. I know you just got off of work and you said anything for you, Mo, I'll come out there and I'll sit down and talk with you. We can have this conversation. So I really appreciate you for you're doing welcome. that with me. So now uh, you're going to be going home to your uh, your fiance once you leave here. Absolutely. You know, and you know, one thing I love about you, I've known you for how many years now? We met in 2005 because I moved south in 2005 and I was taking your class in the summer going into the fall that year. And then that's when I got the call about, you know, moving down. So I remember you telling me, like, you better take that job. You better go get that experience. Absolutely. I mean, and plus the quality of a person that you are. I mean, why not? Mm -hmm. You know, you deserve to have an opportunity that wasn't controlled, but you were able to just leave it free will. Right. School was controlled. Right. Yep. Right. So. We kept in touch throughout all that time. You know, you've become a very good friend. You give me some of my best advice in life. Every time I used to come home, I always used to make sure I stopped at the school up there and saw you and everything. So, so in, in a lot of ways, you've been a very good friend to me. So I'm, I'm glad that, you know, our paths crossed and it brought us into each other's lives. So that's always a good thing. So like I said, you'll be going home to your fiance. How long have you two been together now? This is the third year going on for as of three weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that was the anniversary you were saying where yes. he got you all the gifts and everything. Yes. Yeah, so I haven't met him in in person yet. I know I've talked to him on the phone once yep. before. He seems like a very nice guy. So I'll start with this question. Um, you are kind of merging a home. Absolutely. Uh, with your blending. fiance. Yeah, blending because mm-hmm. he already has um, children. Yep. I know they were with you this past weekend. You were talking about the good weekend that y'all had. Um, how has that challenge been for you when it comes to being in that blended situation, you know, having to take his children as your own and things of that nature. Because a lot of times I think we think about that, at least as men, we never really think about what a woman has to go through sometimes when it's dealing with our children. We're always looking at women like, you know, how many kids does she have and, and this and that and the third. So what from your side, from a woman's side, with him and his children, how did, how did you approach that? Actually, it was weird how it happened. I was looking for someone that had children already. Okay. Because I'm so focused on my career path with school, I don't really have time to stop and have that nine-month uh, period halting me or 12-week right. period of birth and being at home. So I actually wanted a man that had children, a great man that loved his children, and um, we met in school, and uh, he was the perfect match for me. So when it comes to children, I know that I can add to them uh, in education, manners, love, respect, um, them seeing a, a black woman, especially in good light. So it's not a challenge for me, even with uh, the mother being a, in existence. I just am a free flowing person. Um, other than that, I'm I'm here for the birth of life, mm-hmm. you know, into him as a man from being harmed or hurt in any way in a previous relationship and the children so they could see a positive image in a black woman. OK, now with the children's mother. Was that a challenge for y'all, you know, uh, getting along and things of that nature? Well, weird thing. Um, when oh, we boy, began, you shot me a look. Yes. Uh, weird thing. When we began, um, you know, she seemed to be pretty cool. We hadn't met in person, but I would speak to her over the phone when I'd answer his phone and give him the phone. Um, I was also taking the children to school in the morning, and I'd pick them up between my shift of teaching and drop them off at home to her. Okay. Uh, but she never wanted to come over, shake my hand or anything like that. Like I said, they existed before I came along, and we're going to have to have a, a good relationship, however, because uh, this is what I wanted. So, uh, no, she never shook my hand or anything like that. 
that uh, and she doesn't have any issues uh, that could be brought to me in the first place because I'm not that type of person. Um, other than that, no issues here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, is it better now, the relationship between you two? Uh, well, she still uh, doesn't communicate with me. But when I answer his phone, like I said, you know, I always give him the phone. Uh, I think that sometimes people may leave a person. They don't want them. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they do see the other person has a partner and that they're making it, then they tend to get a little jealous. Bring, bring some jealousy out yeah, of people, Yeah, get a little jealous uh, tendencies. So that's all that's going on right now. But it doesn't affect me and my home, you know, um, at all. Because people are going to be ignorant, and that's just what you have to expect when you don't have everyone on the same mind uh, path as you. So she may have her issues, but it, it's nothing that's going to affect me and my household. Mm-hmm. Never. I, I hate to deviate a little bit. It's just weird as I'm listening to you talk. I, f- I forget that you grew up in the South and I can hear it right now because yes. I don't always hear it from you. Right. That's, that's, that's funny to me. But so when it, let's go back then. When did you, what year was it when you moved North? It was 1997. Okay. Yes. I moved here straight out of high school and, um, I fell in love with a boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I came to visit for the 4th of July and then I graduated and we were writing back and forth, talking on the phone. And I told him if he ever came uh, to get me, because he said he was going to come get me and whisk me away. I was like, well, you have to ride the bus because I have a car. Right. Well, one day I got a phone call, a page, actually, just back in the day with the page. So he was from here? Yes. Okay. He was from, I met him here in the summer okay. when I came to visit my brother my sister-in-law. Okay. Mm-hmm. And... Um, he showed up. He was in Kentucky. My auntie said some boy said he's uh, on the Greyhound in Kentucky, and he's almost in Greenville, Alabama. And I said, "All right." And uh, I he was serious. I packed up my stuff and I got in my car and I drove here with him. So he came all the way down to Alabama to get you. Yes. And this is right out of high school. Yes. That was some kind of love. Well, you know, love is a funny thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was more so uh, the excitement of him meeting me and me being from the south but didn't know really what he was going to get Mm -hmm. so he didn't expect to have me you know be the person that i am so it didn't work out but Mm -hmm. i stayed anyway Mm -hmm. so yeah you already got there for a long time because i think when i met you you were still with him i believe in 2005 i think i i i had gotten married by that time okay yes i had gotten married by that time i left him to somebody else then okay yes i left him in i thought it was about to be a a true love story like y'all stayed together all that time no he had um he had immaturity issues. He still hadn't grown up. He had children too. And I was like excited. I love kids, you know? Yeah. But I know that about you. Yeah. yeah I yeah. love kids. Um, it was just, Hey, the city meets the country and the country, you know, was like, Oh no, you know? So I had to still stay and survive. I didn't want to hear no shit. have could have been widows from my folks. Right. You know, you moved at right. 17, you're back home. Never. Right. Yep. Yeah. I can respect that. So then you said you got married. So, and yes. how long were you married? I was married for three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, uh, I'm a very strong-minded woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes that can be in, in very intimidating. So my husband, he was um, six years older than me. And at the time, he was my best friend. And I think I forced him because of my religious background, uh, being raised up by a minister, you know, I forced him to marry me. He was a great guy. He still is an excellent guy. Uh, 
well off quality man. Um, I just married too soon. And uh, other than that, he, he's still cool to this day. Yeah. So when you made the, that, that decision to leave, I know a lot of our listeners have been in that position before. Even, you know, well, actually, both of my co-hosts on the show have been married before and divorced. I'm pretty sure you didn't make that decision lightly, you know, that it was like time to move on. Was it that? Well, I'll ask you that since you had that religious background, did you do you think you stayed longer than you probably should have because you felt like you just had to make it work? Because maybe that's just how you are as a person. You got married. That's your word. You you know, you, you took those those vows before God. Did you do you think you stayed longer? I really don't think I stayed longer because I knew I was wrong. I forced him to marry me. You get what I'm saying? Just because someone's your best friend does not mean they should marry you. I was, that's what I thought, you know? So him being my best friend, he should have just stayed my best friend. He wasn't ready for that, you know? But at the end of the day, we don't feel like we made a bad decision. We would rather have married each other than someone else Mm because neither one of us had gotten married since. Mm Mm-hmm. But we wish we had done things differently. Okay. Now, when you said you forced him to, to marry you, was that something where, like, you just kept pressuring him about it? Yes, Is that what it was? I okay. sure did. Especially from my background, it was, like, better to marry than to burn. I didn't want to be shacking. But now, I, shacking's okay. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Try think, it before you buy it. See, I think that's important. So you don't, even with the with the religious background and everything that you to nowadays, you say that's a good thing also? or Or is it that you just don't have a problem with it? Uh, with what? Like, it, like, like you say, shacking, like living together. Well, I actually and, think and it's I don't a look good at thing. it as shacking anymore. I look at it as these are the new days. This is not 1935, 1960, like in our parents and grandparents' days. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're dealing with people with new mindsets, new goals, and new focuses on life. So my goal was to be married, to be happy, to have a family. But when you're from two different areas, that's like going to Africa and getting someone and then you're going to Venezuela somewhere. They may have two different belief systems depending on where they're from. I'm from the South. He was from the North. It was a different family building, you know, structure. Everything was different. So it's like what they say unequally yoked, but equally yoked as friends, best friends, but not as husband and wife. Okay, Goals were different, but he, he was an excellent provider. Okay. Yeah. So by it being that you had already been married previously, did you take time off or did you ever think that you would be married again or like or back at this point of being? So you always so you didn't hold yeah. that resentment like, OK, it didn't oh, work. No, and, no, and, no, 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 no. Okay. Everybody's different. I had gotten proposed to at least four or five times by these. Nine well, now I'm going to have to ask you the secret because our, yes. our, our female friends would love to know how you get proposed to four or five times. Well, even though I know you a quality person, I've known you for years. I, I'm a very. uh gentle woman first uh as a black woman uh we're portrayed as angry and i've gone through those parts in my life but i was 17 to 24 okay uh i know that a man needs a woman to be a woman i can't over talk my man and I definitely wouldn't have one yelling at me. If we can't have a good conversation or a disagreement to separate, he's my friend first. We don't argue. I would never argue with anyone. That's why I spent nine and a half years before I got in a relationship with someone else that I really, really wanted. Uh, he's my friend first, my best friend. And we can separate the relationship in order to have the discussion that's necessary 
without my personal love feelings as a woman for him to come out. It'd be love as his friend. And then it's easier for us to get past things and be able to build. Okay. So what would you say are like the more important things you need to have in like a successful relationship? Because you seem to be there now. You're happy. You've been smiling since I started asking you about, you know, uh, being with your fiance and everything. What do you think are some of the secrets or things that you need in those, in those type of successful relationships? First, before you get in a relationship, you have to love yourself, learn yourself. You have to go through a relationship with yourself. Do you love you? Are you happy with you? If you're not happy with you, no one else is going to be happy with you. If you don't love yourself, no one else is going to love you. I love me. So I'm able to love someone else that loves themselves as well without me taking any hurt or baggage from any previous issues and taking it out on him. Mm-hmm. We we were, were perfectly put together, I would say, because I was ready to leave and go to Texas right after graduating and mm-hmm. I didn't leave. Yeah, now that I think about it, I, I do remember you mentioning that you were, that you were probably going to move. Yeah, when you came to visit me yeah. at the school, I was telling you I was. Yeah. And it was just weird. I became his tutor. And the day that I tutored him is the day that we started March 9th. Mm -hmm. And we've never been apart in three years and three weeks, except for one time. And that's only because I went to visit my mom while she was sick. So that would scare me. I feel it's weird. It's. I don't know. It seems like you need to have some space or whatever, but it seems like that y'all got this type of love or connection where it's like y'all absolutely want to be around each other. Yeah. And I don't know. For me, I guess I feel like it's not always possible or whatever. Well, let me tell you. Remember where I lived is just like this place here. Mm-hmm. He lived in the front building. Yeah. His place was just like this. My lease was up in... May. His lease was up in December. So we merged all my stuff into a storage and into his place. And we had to go through that for what? Seven months. That was the test because there was no space. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. So I think that we went through the hard part first. That was the test. Mm hmm. Because I would never want to be in that space with anyone 24-7, ever. It was it just like things flow like we were meant to be. Because I had opportunities to live anywhere, be with anybody in those nine and a half years that it took me to be in a relationship mm-hmm. that had houses and cars and, I mean, 12 of these places put together or 15. Right. But they weren't right for me. It took the right person to go through that small space to where now we're in our bigger space, not humongous but he has a man cave now i have my area and every man needs a man cave and every woman needs to make sure a man has a man cave he needs it preach that say that and again can you, can you say it, that part yes, one more time for, yes. for the people yeah every woman should make sure when she's looking for a place for them or a family that that man has a man cave nobody wants to sit and look at anybody all day when people have their secluded areas that they can go when he gets off work i do not bombard him i say baby you want a beer you want a sandwich he don't want to hear any yep, 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 yep. When I come, when he come in the house, I don't want to hear it. Right. We give each other time and space. He comes in, he's good. Okay, man cave, that's a blessing. Right. See, 
this is one thing I, I know I have to give you a, a ton of peas on because you walk this line of being very independent, very strong as a woman, like hands down for, for as long as I've known you, you take care of your business. You've the hours I've known you've worked at jobs and everything else. But you also have been this person that's been very every time you talk about the person that you're dating, like even when it was your husband previously or even now, it's just. You're still able to to make your husband or whoever you're dating feel like a man and be mm-hmm. a man. And I think that's so important. I think we miss that in a lot of relationships these days because everybody's the man, of course, is always built to be strong and things like that. But so many women have been single for so long that they're single mothers and things and that, that they have to be strong themselves. And I think sometimes they forget how to let their man be a man sometimes. And you, you spend so much time and energy kind of cutting each other down because of these kinds of things. But you seem to be able to do that very well. And I don't know where that comes from. Is that the is that the Southern upbringing in you where it's just the value of the family hierarchy or whatever? My dad was an excellent man. Mm-hmm. I saw how he treated my mother. I saw how he treated others around him. I saw how he handled business. He had me paying water bill, light bill. I think I was six walking downtown knowing who to go to because of life situations, but he trusted me. He told me he wasn't always going to be here and I was going to need to know how to do these things for myself. So with the independence, it's a plus too with a man that can accept it because sometimes I'm doing things and he's like, babe, what what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm just checking my tire pressure. It doesn't hurt to be a woman, but also a man doesn't want a hopeless woman or helpless woman, excuse me. Helpless and hopeless, those are two things a man don't need, but he does need someone strong enough to where when he feels down or he needs something that she can build him. If you can't build yourself up, you're going to tear a man down. If you, again, it goes with that love yourself, learning yourself. And being able to have self-talks and listening, but not a talk where you're crazy, but a talk to self. Self, are you okay? No, evidently not. Okay, then what we got to do? We got to get it together. What are we going to do? Work towards whatever our goal is. Nobody wants to hear, woe is me. A man doesn't want a weak woman. And he doesn't want a woman that's so strong like I was in the beginning that she does everything for herself. They want to do things too. So my thing is, After the healing process and learning and loving myself, I know that I wasn't the only one that has been hurt. I know I wasn't the only one that had to go through a learning and a loving process for myself. So men are taught to hide their feelings. Men feel we are human. They have sadness. They have happiness. They have depression. And him having a military background, I know he's taught, you know, to man up, things of that nature. But with life comes a lot of battles especially when you have kids and things don't work out the way you think they should and then you end up being a single father so when I look at the military background and I look at that situation he was young they both were young so he's hurting he doesn't have to tell me he's hurting I know he's hurting it's my job to build him up I I I 100% can can respect that you know, and but you don't hear that a lot. And and maybe it's the wisdom, you know, from us being a little bit older. Maybe it's that or maybe some of it is I've just I think it's just common. I know you have, though. Yeah. I mean, look at the black man. Look at the black woman. Mm-hmm. How messed up do we need to be? Can we get any image out here to show that it's 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 all good? We don't have to be so 
strong that we battle each other down. And then you say, oh, I can't believe he's over there. Over where? Yeah, I'd be on the other side too. From some of the ways I've seen these women out here, black women, you need to tone it down a bit. Look at yourself in the mirror and get it together. You really do. No man wants a woman that's acting like a man. Chill out. You don't have to be hardcore. You don't. The more you act like a lady, the better off you're going to feel and the more queenism is going to come inside of you. It's a word I made up. Queenism, but it's true. Oh, I feel you. Well, thank you for that, Queen. Uh, we really do thank you for that. Now, couple last things before we get out of here if do you think there's something that you wish a lot of men knew that you feel like they don't know because you said you went through a nine and a half year healing process i'm not i know you just didn't sit at home for nine and a half no, years i'm no, pretty no, sure no. you still had dates and oh things i dated like that or yes. whatever so it's just so obviously still in that process you said you came across people but they you knew they wasn't right for you yeah it's just something that you that you wish men kind of knew a little bit more or realized a little bit more when it came to um, like dealing with women, you know, dealing with the opposite sex. I really can't say cause every woman is different, but mm -hmm. I know with me, I'm not materialistic and a necklace, a ring, a car, none of that's going to make me happy. I don't need anybody to buy me anything. If I want something, I, I mean, cause nobody's responsible for me, but me, I don't need somebody to feel like they got to give me something to pacify me to love them. Every woman can't be bought. That's what I could say. That's true. Okay. I well, come with no price tag. That is some some good advice. Uh, I'll get you out of here on something easy. Uh, this is still Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts, so sometimes we, we we stretch some things a little bit. And I already told you, you have the right to say, I'm not answering this question. But That's fine. If you can choose between these three things, like as a quality in your guy, like he only can have one of these three things, mm -hmm. what would it be? One, um... A stimulating like he has stimulating conversation all the time like he can be like comedian type he's always making you laugh all of that stuff that's one thing two he can fix anything he's almost like a macgyver guy anything breaks he can fix it get together whatever whatever that's that or three he gives you bomb ass orgasms well <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't even be able to get with me if you didn't have laughter so if i had to choose it would definitely be bomb ass orgasms okay i'm sorry i got i, I mean well, i'm gonna laugh real. we're gonna laugh i could fix anything myself and teach him to however i was raised up by a good man but sex is so important it really is or relations however you want to put it it really is when you work hard you you know you go to school whatever even if i guess some people just don't have to do any of that but for me you need that that's really important stuff. that's like <sighs> coming home and needing a drink mm -hmm. that's a necessity mm -hmm. we gonna laugh we gonna laugh because i'm gonna make you make me laugh right but that part you can't make somebody do that everybody's not equipped that's a must because it's gonna die that laughter ain't gonna mean nothing after a while you fixing something ain't gonna mean nothing love making is when the two of you come together and your souls are connected and the soul and the body are separated at that time it's a whole nother connection that's important. You must connect with my soul. So we have soulship. That soulship is important. I okay. need it. Okay. Well, thank you for the answer to the questions. You're welcome. Thank you for giving me, you know, 25 minutes of time. I told you it wasn't going to be really long. Uh, I know we can talk for another hour plus. You know easy, how I and we're am. probably still going to sit here and talk anyway. But, <laughs> yes. but thank you for that. You're thank welcome. Thank you for sitting down. That's just all I can say is thank you again, Queen. No problem. Thank all right. you.
What's going on? It's your boy Big Dev, man, from I Am 216. I'm here with the DMST boys, Drunk Minds, Sober Thoughts Podcast. Come on out to the Pop Palooza, April 26th through the 29th in Las Vegas. What happens in Vegas happens in Vegas. <laughs> What's up? This is DJ Brainstorm, and we're back with another one of our guests this week. Sitting down with friend of the podcast and friend in real life, good friend Kay. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very good. How was your day? It was Gucci. It was Gucci. Long. Long. Mondays. Yeah. I'm over it. Yeah. My Mondays are usually easy because I'm working from home. Mm. I'm going to just rub it in your face one more time. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of you already. Yeah. We're so, not friends. How are you today, though? I'm cool. That's I'm good. happy to be here. Good. Thank you for, for doing this. You agreed to do this with me also as well um, with the co-host being out this week. When I texted you and I said, hey, I really want you to sit down on this show with me this week. Uh, you said, well, I don't know if I'm going to be the, the best person to talk about relationships or whatever. You said, you said, I've never really been in one before. I've never been in one. Mm-hmm. Or at least like a serious long-term mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. I guess an I w- exclusive one. Yeah, I guess I would have to ask you what you define as a relationship then. Like you said, being exclusive. Uh-huh. Like just me only focusing on one person. Mm-hmm. So you what you're him. saying is you a player out in these streets. Mm-mm. And so... You just always out there doing your thing. You can't just pick one. I'm not a player. Okay. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I have friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I've never called somebody a boyfriend. Never been engaged. Nothing like that. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. But I ain't out here. That's, no, no. And I, I, and I know you personally. I, I know you're not out there, you know, anything like that. I'm just. That's right. Because one day on Twitter, I talked about having hoes. Yeah. And you didn't believe me. Yeah. I'm like, you ain't got no hoes. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got no host. Got a couple. <laughs> no, so and I'm coming back to that. So why would you say, that, or, or why is it that, because, well, I, I I don't know how many years I have. I know I'm older than you. I don't know how many years, and I'm not going to ask your age. No, guess. That's fun. Oh, guess your age? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say 28. Really? Oh, that's awesome. I'm 34. Shit. <laughs> well, I was trying to last be. Last week. I, I, no, well, yeah, so your birthday. Week? Yeah. No, the 23rd. Yeah. Well, you were celebrating and kicking it for like a whole week and a half. A whole week. Yeah. Like, I felt like a rock star. Yeah, you lost your mind. <laughs> yes. We're not going to talk about that. Anyway, so 34, mm-hmm. and you say no no real relationships. Is it by choice that you're doing that? I mean, how, how did you get to that point that you're saying that you're really 34 and no real relationships? The majority of it is by choice. Like, in my 20s, I had no desire to be in a relationship. Because I was just too independent. Being your player self. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I don't know. I guess just how I was raised. Like, mm-hmm. I guess relationships and marriage and all that was serious. And I guess, like, we were raised knowing that there was, like, a head. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you had to answer to somebody. And I just, I'm not about that. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know, I'm too independent. I didn't want to, like, tell somebody what I'm doing, when I'm doing it. I don't know. No. And then I just, I just didn't like dudes. <laughs> So are you saying you like women instead or I'm just <laughs> <laughs> that's always the second question. Um, no, not really. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I just I wasn't attracted to dudes all like that. I didn't want them near me, talking to me, touching me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to call you a weirdo because I like you. No, you did say I uh, am a weirdo. Everybody. I, am, I feel like I, sometimes Well, I don't think it's weird. I just think it's different. Mm-hmm. Well, don't look at me. Well, <laughs> Um, now you did just mention something a second ago. You said that the way you were raised, because we have, we got the same background, mm-hmm. um, and I I do get that part. the The relationships is always supposed to try to lead into marriage, mm-hmm. um, but I think that's actually a dangerous thing because 
uh, I don't know what you think about it, but it's, I think that leads you to being in some type of, at, at times, being in unhealthy relationships sometimes. And maybe you're the smart one for that. What you mean? It leads you into unhealthy relationships. It could lead you to being in the in what, a unhealthy dating relationship. Yeah, because be married. Yeah, because. But that's what relationships are for. I get that, but not every relationship needs to be that though. It doesn't, but I feel like you get you into a relationship to like that's the true, goal. True. Like I ain't trying to just be dating people just for the fun. Of I it. did when I was younger. Wait, how? When did you start dating? Oh, I mean. I mean, high school, really. But, I mean, of course, you don't start taking something seriously for real until once you're out of school and get a little right. older. I wasn't able to date when I was in high school. Or you you didn't there. sneak? I tried. <laughs> so you're not, you not So what you're saying is you wasn't good at sneaking <laughs> and not getting caught. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was terrible. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, like, I wanted to have fun. But apparently, you know, like I said, as you was raised, it was like, mm -hmm. no, you're not mm -hmm. dating until you're ready to be married. Yeah. But what, what I meant when I said that just a little bit ago about it could lead you into unhealthy relationships is that I think that background kind of fosters a mentality that if I'm with this person, I have to be with this person. And that leads you into overlooking things at times. I don't think it means you have to be with that person because i feel like every relationship you learn something because like a lot of people like now after being with people and especially if i know i'm not supposed to be with them like i figure like it'll help me know what i don't want in the next one or know what i do want in the next one but it doesn't mean you have to be with that person it just means you figure out who you are and who they are true well i, I get that so but I, I also get what you mean mm -hmm. like because it, i just always looked at it as because we know a lot of people i'm pretty sure they got married very young yeah uh, because of how we because were yeah and because i always i've said it on the podcast before i've always thought i was gonna be married by 21 like mm -hmm. i just knew what was gonna happen now look at me i'm 37 to record in the podcast about relationships <laughs> <laughs> ain't that a bitch you know Wait, but, were you um, ever married mm -mm, i was oh, engaged no. once oh, okay. i was engaged once oh uh, that was when i was living in the south so that was a good 12 years ago so i was in my mid-20s and 24 25 ish okay. when, when that came around I always say we moved a little too fast. That was probably our downfall. Mm -hmm. But again, that was that mentality of, okay, this is what you're supposed to do. You're dating this person. She's nice. You really like her. You fall in love with her. Mm -hmm. Guess what you're supposed to do? You're supposed to get married. Right. Yeah. And I just think we kind of, we probably moved too fast. Mm -hmm. But that's what I mean about, you know, with our background that sometimes it leads us into doing something at a point in time that it's not meant for. So I can actually respect the fact that you say that you haven't been in a relationship before, even though I don't believe it. I think you're lying. I I swear, I swear to Bob, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't like, and on, honestly, like I've never had a desire to be married. Like everybody, really? like all the women I know growing up, they wanted marriage, kids, the husband. And I'm like, I don't even, I never had a desire to have kids either. Like mm -hmm. now I do know people that, that's, you know, said they didn't want kids, but I, I've never really came across any, any woman. I don't think so far in life that didn't want to at least be married. Mm -mm. I like the idea of a wedding. Like, I think the whole... Just have a party. I'm, well, yeah, I agree. I like that. Like, I like the... How should I say this? I don't know. I think I lost my thought. But, no, I just... I never had a desire to be married. Marriage looks like fun on the outside, but it's too much. I don't even know if it looks like a lot of fun. I it just... do. Like, you know how everybody do them dumb relationship goals and they always be booed up? Like, I like the, I like the booed up aspect of it. Okay. Like, I like cuddling... I like holding somebody. I like male attention, but I don't want it. 
all the time. So you like your player lifestyle? I don't. Again, no. You like your player? That's what. It's, <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me, Kay. It's and people like, think I'm crazy because um, I say even if I do get married, we can't live together. <laughs> okay, you got to back this up now. Can you explain that for us? No, I just I like my. I told you I'm independent. I like my space. Like if I want to be booed up and cuddled, then. That's when we'll be together and you could stay over. But then when I'm over you, go back to your little. So you want to get married, but have separate living spaces. Mm -hmm. Do you expect your husband to be faithful? Mm -hmm. You need to pour another drink. Because Actually, you know what? No, that's a lie. Because the one one of the main reasons why I'm single, that was a total lie. is because I don't believe men can be faithful. I might debate. I might have to debate you on that one. Okay. I, I think. Do it. I think anybody can be faithful. Um, not men, women can. That's a lie. By any you mean women, yeah. That's a lie. Um, <laughs> men can be faithful. It's just that they have to choose or they have to be ready to be faithful. Um, you're, there's never going to come a time that you're not going to find somebody attractive, you know, another woman. I mean, it's, it's going to always happen. Right. You just have to be an adult enough to be like, okay, I don't need this mm -hmm. and let it go. So I think everybody can be faithful. Um, it's just a bigger challenge for men. I'll give you that one. It's a bigger challenge for men. But you know the and funny I'm lightweight kidding about having them live in separate quarters, but but you but it's it's some truth. But in it's that. right, it's some truth to it. I feel like you you'll miss somebody, and you're not always in each other's space and getting on each mm -hmm. other's nerves. That part does make me nervous. I I will agree with you with that one because I've lived with um you know a couple girlfriends before at least one for for a good little amount of time, and then another one where we were basically almost kind of living together, but um. Everything changes when you're in that space and you have to see that person all the time and deal with that person all the time. It's amazing how the whole dynamic of your of your relationship changes. And so if you're talking about being married and now, of course, we're definitely in the same house and mm -hmm. things like that. I don't know if you can put up with that many years and it, and it just always works and stays the same. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I've heard a couple that's been married for 50 years and they don't live together. Where do you hear that at? What kind of stuff are you reading on the internet? <laughs> it's no, it's like a legit. One of my best friends said that she knows of an older couple, mm -hmm. and they don't live together, and they have like the best marriage, and they've never been unfaithful. I think they lying. <laughs> I, I I honestly think they lying because I, I, I think, don't. No, I think it's real. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, I'm not crazy for entertaining the idea. Okay, I'll let you. I'll let you have that one. Thank you. Uh, you we'll, we'll let you have them. So you did mention in your text, like I said when I asked you, other than saying that you really hadn't been in a in a relationship before, you mentioned that you get all the duds. What I did you mean do. by that? Okay, so I get all the men that are unavailable, whether it's emotional or mm -hmm. they're in a relationship. I can't tell you how many married people come to me, men in relationships. Um, I get men who aren't fully straight <laughs> come to oh, me. Oh, <laughs> boy. Um, and then I get men. Okay, so, and I also get a lot of men who are in jail. <laughs> okay, you got to explain that one, too. Um, I do online dating, too. I okay. Love, like, online dating is Well, fun. that's that's the wave nowadays, anyway. It's cool. I like it. Mm -hmm. It's, like, different. It's out of my comfort zone, and it's kind of entertaining. But, um, yeah, a lot of them are in jail, and I don't... They're unavailable, so I can't. So you got a lot of pen pals. No, I don't. No, I don't entertain the 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 jail. Right. I don't believe. I you. don't entertain the married ones and the taken ones. I'm just saying, like I always get like the ones that got issues and not available, and 
Mm-hmm. But I don't find out it to, like until like later, and then I'm like, mm. okay, kind of like you. So then I'm like, feeling some kind of way. So, what's gonna happen, or what is it gonna take to get K into a relationship? Then, like, what it, since you've made it this far to 34 years, what is it gonna take that finally makes you be like, you know what? Okay, this is the time. You know, well, I really like this person. I was ready when I turned 30. I felt like when I turned 30, it was on. Mm-hmm. But I just haven't found that person. That makes me happy. That sounds way too cliche. No, it's, it's the truth. What mm-hmm. do you mean? Mm-hmm. So what? Like, I'm very open and loving. Like, I have a big heart. Mm-hmm. I don't have types. I don't judge people. And I feel like with that being said, mm-hmm. like, you would think I would have more opportunities and stuff. But everybody that come my way, they, sh- they just don't do it for me. Now, I wonder, you know, with something like that, I would wonder, like, if I if I was to apply something like that to my own life, I would wonder if I was getting my karma. So I'm wondering, that's just... If you were getting your what? My karma. karma. Yeah. So I wonder if you're getting your karma, if mm-hmm. it was because in your 20s, it was like, I think about it. I don't, I don't, I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want this. So you spent a whole decade no, saying, I don't want like this. No, it's not even like, I don't want that. Like, it's just, I wasn't ready. Okay. Like, I wasn't just like, somebody came to me and I was like, you know... I like strong arm them, but I just, I wasn't ready. And I knew that I wasn't ready to offer a man what he wanted. And I'm not about to put my crazy on somebody or me being, you know, not emotionally ready, spiritually ready. And I I feel like if anything, my karma should be good. Cause I looked out for them, but you know what I mean? Eh, I, I can see how I see how you flipped that and spent but that. Then, stop. But then, <laughs> then also I'm a little crazy. So okay. I have done some stuff that I'm not too proud of, and I'm like, that's probably my karma. But I don't feel like my karma should last. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I'm only 34. Like, I just started being open to the relationship. So. Okay. And and it's not like you're old or anything. So it's you have time. No, nah. I think you do think I'm old. Because when I told you my age, you basically fell on the floor. I Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> stop it. You said, I, I, I. And I'm like, Mo, I'm, I'm, I'm 34. Dang. I didn't say I was 60. No, no. And you don't act 60. And see, that's the other thing that you said, too. You was like, you know, and I was, you was like, well, I'm really shy and, and things like that. And I'm looking like, OK, well, every time I'm seeing you tweeting or, or, or when we're texting or whatever, it's like you don't come off as somebody that's just like shy or whatever. You're the I think, second person. I think it's an like act. Is what I'm saying. That just told me that. And I don't mm-hmm. understand because I don't think I tweet anything. Crazy. You know, I'm about to pull up the tweets right now. Should I? No, I'm not going to do no, that. No, you can't because I'm <laughs> no, curious because somebody else said that. They're no. like, they heard me on the phone for the first time and they're like, you don't sound like how you tweet. And I'm like, how do I sound? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, kind of not bold, but they're like, I wouldn't think you sounded sweet. And I'm like, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you this, you know, because we're going to be rounding <laughs> this up in a little bit in about five minutes or so. Really? I told you it was only going to be about 20 to 25 minutes and you were all nervous thinking it was going to be taking forever. I mean, thinking that you were not going to have anything to say. I don't think I gave you anything of substance. No, you, you were being you. That's all I really wanted you to do was be you. So, (laughs) so 2018 is the year of getting Kay into a relationship. What do we got to do to, 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 to get you into that relationship? What kind of person do we have to bring to Kay? Somebody who's not married or dated. Oh gosh. (laughs) That's just stomach. Come, it's got to be a little bit more. <laughs> That's all. No, um, I don't know. I have no type. Um, I just like a man who has a great smile and makes me laugh. That's all I care about is somebody who makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. Like if I could laugh all day, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, there's other stuff, but you know, mm-hmm. we're being recorded. I shouldn't. <laughs> oh no, we still got time. 
don't think I'm gonna let you get out of here super super easy. Um, but now you see a lot of the stuff online because you're a social media person. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk about relationships a lot on our show or different interactions. Um, what do you think is the biggest problem with dating these days? Obviously, you're waiting for the right one. I think the biggest thing is communication. Mm-hmm. Like especially the people I talk to now. Like the only time I get good communication is if it's somebody older than me. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm, I don't really deal with younger kids, but actually. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, <laughs> so what you're saying is sometimes you do go into Stella mode and you go out and try to find your groove. First of all, you ain't rap long enough. Oh then, lord! <laughs> I would finish my quote, but never mind. Um, no, just I feel like younger guys don't know how to talk anymore, communicate, or be in relationships. Like the best relationships or people I've talked to is people who are older than me, who can carry on a good conversation. I'm sick of being. What are you doing to death? Like that's annoying. Like, I was talking to somebody earlier, and he was like, what are you doing later? And I was like, I'm going over to my friend's house to do an interview. And then he was like, oh, okay, cool. And he was like, well, I want to meet up with you. And I was like, all right, I'll see how I feel. <clears throat> I'm not lying. Mm-hmm. Two hours later, he's like, what are you doing later? <laughs> and I'm like, I just said it. I just, I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to say it again. I was just like, like, listen to me. I hate that. I'm like, I need a man who listens, who com- communicates. I need affection. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm very, people, well, I guess recently I just realized I'm very, um, I need a lot of attention. Okay. But not, not like, pay attention to me, look at me. Just, you know, if I text you, if I want to talk to you, like. You need him to answer. And not even right away, just at least within 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he'll, he can respond within 24 hours, but you I'm never with, know. No, but you, the people I've dealt with. Like, I'll text somebody, and I won't hear from them for, like, a week. Mm-hmm. And it's somebody I was just with, like, and we had plans to be together, like, that day. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Y'all y'all crazy nowadays. That's what you say. That's <laughs> it. I, I don't – look, I got to defend us a little bit. We we have our ways, obviously. Um, but I wouldn't just sit there and say that we're we're crazy. But I do think people crazy make – Crazy is harsh. You guys are difficult. Uh-huh. Well, so are women. Mm-mm. No, so are women. So are women. Um, That's because y'all make us crazy and mm-hmm, difficult. Mm-hmm. We would be the best beings on this earth if it wasn't for y'all. Okay. I'm going to let you have that one, too. Um, and you know it's true. That's why you let me have it. So is there something that you can think of right now that, you know, out of your trials that you're going through right now of finding someone that, you know, that you really want to seriously date? Is there something that you wish that you can let men know that you, that you think people, the mistakes that they make a lot of times, you know, that frustrate you the most? Like you said, being, you know, what are you doing to death, things like that or whatever. I just think, like, to me, honestly, communication is everything. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people listen to people anymore. Okay. I, got pe- I think people just talk or they talk at people, but nobody really listens. Or you'll ask a question and then somebody will give you the answer and then you just brush it off. Like, okay. I, I think know. that's the social media um the social mediaization. I don't know if that's even that's not a word, but it's not a word. It's not a word. But, but, we're but, give it but, to you. but yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> but that's what it is because everybody's attention spans these days are so much shorter than what they used to be. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you said earlier, like you enjoy doing like online dating and stuff like that. That swipes out a big part of the communications that we used to have. Um, when back in the day, you used to have to absolutely approach that person mm-hmm. and try to talk to that person mm-hmm. and start a whole conversation. And be genuinely into them. So mm-hmm. I think that's the social media aspect of things where that's no, why people don't I talk as think much it's anymore. A lot better sometimes because you are more 
Because you, you can't see the person. So you're not just going off of stuff off of physicality. It's more like you're talking to people. Remember back when you used to write letters to people mm-hmm. and send long emails? Like, I feel like that's what it's like. Like, you get to know somebody more. Because I'm not going to meet somebody until I'm comfortable. So that means I'm going to be talking to you. I mean, some dudes don't like that. But I'm just saying, I feel like it's also good because I get to know somebody more. But, I mean, also, it makes us kind of jaded because... Like you said, it's so easy just to do everything on the phone. Real quick, like I know I don't even really talk on the phone anymore. Oh, I hate talking on. The phone. I talk I, on the phone all day. For I, work, so yeah, I'm not gonna do it. I kind of <laughs> despise talking on the phone personally. It's if you I can if I can text like, it literally. It, you know, like it's like no talking on the phone. Oh yeah, I can't. Yeah, do that. I mean, so it's mm-hmm. like if if I can text it, it's almost like why should I call you? I agree. Um, There's and, like a meme that goes out there, like like. Is this text worthy? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. everything, if if you can't text it to me, don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty much like the only people I'm really going to ever be on the phone with. I mean, it has to be something business related, um, you know, or like especially when it comes to the show. If we're talking about some show things, then we may be on the phone. Of course, family or something like that. And then if I'm dating somebody, we'll be on the phone. Outside of that, I pretty much I can text you for hours mm-hmm. and not feel bad about it. I'm and fall asleep on you and not feel bad about it. Wake up in the morning and <laughs> exactly. say, hey, I fell asleep. I'm sorry. Talk to you later. You yeah, know? I'm in a relationship or with my sisters. My sisters, oh, my God, they bug me mm-hmm. so much. But, yeah, if I'm in a relationship, I want to hear his voice if I can't see him. Okay. So. Okay. I feel you. I feel you, Mo. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I'm not having her back on this. No, you know, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> There was one other thing I wanted to ask you oh, Lord. before you get out of here. Oh, Lord. All right, so here's here's our DMST style question. Is this the one I get to plead the fifth to? No, you got to answer this oh, one. Gosh, no. <laughs> All right, uh, what would you rather have? A guy that um, sexually it goes down any and everywhere. It's just wherever, whatever, whenever, but it's always short. So maybe quickies all the time. Ew. Two. It's always in bed, mm-hmm. so it's never any type of spontaneity, but mm-hmm. he handles his business. Mm-hmm. He gets the job done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, he's dependable. <laughs> or number three, maybe a guy that you don't see all the time or whatever. It don't always happen often, but when it does, he's a marathon man. Mm, like he just, he he takes you there and there and there and there and there. That's what I'm messing so. with now, number three. Thank you for sharing. So that's what, that's what you want. Then I said you need to let me finish my damn question. All right. I already had the person in my mind. Yes, sorry. So number three. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you for sitting on the hot seat with me this week. I think I'm blushing too. Now I'm thinking about stuff. No. Yes. Yeah. We send you home now, so so that you can stop thinking about it. No. That's hilarious. Yes. Number three, all the way. Yay. You just you didn't even think about that one either. Yeah. I already knew. That's terrible. Yeah. So all right. Thank you, You're thank welcome. you, Kay, for sitting down and just having this little chat with me. I have fun. Are you going? Are you guys going to have me on your show again? Yes, yes, yes. Now that you know, it's not the worst thing in the world. Okay. Yeah. So thank you. Because we'll for talk about up. something after the show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh Lord. Thank you once again. You're welcome. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Yo, what's going on, podcasters? Once again, it's your boy MTV from the Poolside Chats podcast coming back to you with a few more of the top 10 Vegas Podpalooza survival tips. Hopefully you've been listening for the past couple of weeks and you got my first set of tips already, but I'm about to give you two more right now. Number six, you are going to go over your budget. 
whatever money you set aside for this trip and you thought this is going to be enough to spend, you're going to go over that. If you've never been to Vegas before, trust me on this. If you've been to Vegas before, you already know exactly what I'm talking about. You're going to spend a couple more dollars on drinks, a couple more dollars eating. You're definitely going to buy some souvenirs. You're definitely going to be spending money on little crazy shit that you don't even need, don't even want. And then you're going to be thinking to yourself, why did I even buy this? So whatever money you think you're going to spend, you're going to spend a little bit more than that. So the reason I say all that is just to make sure you're paying attention to your banking apps and keep track of your spending. Make sure you you know take a peek. You're going to be drinking too. So like I don't want you getting all drunk, spending all your money because the Drunk Minds Over Thoughts podcast cannot be responsible for you spending too much money. Okay? So number five follows that tip up very well. It's pre-game drinking. What's that mean basically is go get you a bottle of alcohol, bring it to your room, start sipping it a little bit before you start your festivities. No reason to be spending that expensive drink price in the bar, in the club, in the pool parties, $15, $20 a drink, and they're not even that good of drinks. So get you a bottle, take it up to your room, drink a little bit before you start kicking it, and your pockets will thank me later. Also, too, at the pool parties, once you get your bracelet, you can go in and out. So if you're in there, you bought a drink and you're like, man, this $15 drink wasn't even worth it. Let me run up to my room real fast, grab me a shot, and I'll come back down, keep kicking it. So that's your next two tips from your boy MTV. Make sure you tune in to the Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts podcast next week so you can get the rest of my top 10 Vegas Pop Palooza survival tips. I'm now sitting down with my good friend. I won't say your name because I've been telling everybody I'm not using anybody's name, but how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I want to thank you again for accommodating me. You know, with everybody gone um, this week. Um, and how was your work day? It was work. I say that after a long weekend. I was ready to come home and relax. Okay. All right. So what we're doing this week in the, on the podcast um, is just um, talking to a, a few of my good female friends. Uh, about relationships you know on our show you're you're a listener of our show you know we get into the relationship pool a lot and uh, we tend to yell Um, (laughs) and and you've actually um, you know you you comment a lot so you know how we are Um, so you know that we can talk over people sometimes so I just kind of wanted to have a short sit down face to face and just ask some questions and um, give some women the opportunity to just kind of speak their piece so and and like I've told everybody if I go too far just you know plead the fifth or something (laughs) Uh, but I don't, I don't think I'm going to go crazy. So I'll ask you this first question. Uh, are you single? Are you in a relationship? Are you in a situationship? Is it don't blow my spot up? I mean, <laughs> what's the answer right now? I am single. Okay. Um, but I guess I, you could say I have somebody in my life. Okay. So kind of. Just say, but we'll say that you, you go out on a date from time to time. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing to say. So um, what's one of the maybe, I guess, the most aggravating things you found, like, you know, in this in the dating game these days because it's i think it's a lot different from the way it used to be five or even 10 years ago um so what do you see maybe as one of the biggest issues um or biggest problems in dating these days i would say men don't make plans Mm. so i get a i want to see you i want to see you and then they don't follow through on making plans now that's interesting because the uh, I just did an interview before I came here, and that was something that she said. She said she doesn't want to be. Um, what are you doing to death? Right. Like there's always that question. What are you doing? What are you doing? And it's never a definite thing. To, okay, let's go do this. So that's obviously appealing to you. You like a man that's going to sit there and just call you and say, "Hey, we're going to dinner. We're going here." And follow through. And follow through. Yes. Yes. Uh, eh. 
So you think that's the big problem with with most men these days? That they're just I don't know. It it sounds like you're saying there could be a little wishy washy at times. Yeah, I don't have a a lot of experience dating, but I guess I have had men that I've met, and there's no follow through mm-hmm. on making a plan. And if we make a plan, then it just it falls through. Right. Okay. Um. So. Is that number one in your hierarchy of relationship um, pet peeves right now? Pet peeves when you first meet someone or pet peeves when oh, you're just dating? just in general. Um, I would say one of my pet peeves when I meet someone is the send me a picture text. I didn't know guys were still doing that. Yeah. At least guys our age, I didn't know they were still doing that. Like, I don't know if it's like send me a picture of your face or your body, but it's just like, man, I'm not even sure I'm going to lock you in long term. Yeah. I'm not Speaking sending as you a, a guy, picture. I'm guessing the send, send me a pic thing, they want to see more than just your face or whatever. I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure of that. But I can see how that could be annoying, you know, in a lot of situations, um, especially if you haven't taken the time, I guess, to get to know somebody. Mm-hmm. That just seems like a, a crazy kind of kind of request or whatever. Right. Mm. So, um I don't know if it's going too far, but how long in between relationships right now? You know, with you, since you said you're talking to someone a little bit. Um, Because you said you haven't been in a lot of relationships. I I haven't because I was married. Mm -hmm. So since I've been married, I have not been in a, an official relationship. So technically I've been single for seven or eight years now. And that's, I'm going to guess that's more so by choice, you know, just taking some time to kind of. Kinda. I had someone that I was talking to for a very long time, but he didn't want to make it official, so I didn't like mm-hmm. stop what I was doing. And eventually, we just kind of like parted ways. Mm-hmm. Now, I I know you to be successful in your work field, you know, things of that area. Has that posed a problem to you, like when it comes to dating people? Because you know, you do your job well. Do um, you enjoy your job? Um, you know, so. Has that been like a problem when, when it comes, you know, because you can be make, I'm not going to say driven network, but you know what you do and you do it well. You mean like in my, the type of woman who's like so focused on her career that she doesn't date? Are you that, or, are you that type? I'm not. Okay. <laughs> I'm not that kind of person at all. And I'm open to dating men like of any background. I just don't want any drug dealers or anything like that. None of the street guys? <laughs> no street guys. But I don't have like income education levels that I require. Um, but I have found from experience that blue collar man might be more, a little bit down to earth than the professional man. Mm-hmm. I think that the professional man might find themselves like the cream of the crop. So they tend to have like this arrogance about them mm-hmm. and it makes it harder to like get along with them. And I, I would guess it makes it harder to get to know them too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They think they have options, so they don't really try to, I won't say impress you, but just like kind of connect on some kind of like mm-hmm. mental level. Okay. So obviously, like you said, it's you can talk to someone, take them as they are, you know, mm-hmm. more so. But a lot of people wouldn't. I, I'm, yeah, a lot of people probably wouldn't agree with that. They think, you know, the education is, is very important or the financial um, status is worth. And I'm, I'm pretty sure you're not saying you want somebody that's broke and struggling and, and the worst credit in the world. But but. But you're saying that that's not one of those things where if you say that you're only on this level, you're just going to kind of roll your eyes and, and be done with it. That's, that's not like how you roll. Right. I Because I have a lot of education and I'm a professional female, I realized that a lot of black men didn't 
go to college. And honestly, I think that there is a lot of skilled labor that doesn't require college at all. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say, oh, I won't date someone who's not a banker or something like that because there's other professions out there that don't require a college degree or an advanced college degree mm-hmm. to make some sort of money and live. And like, as long as you have common sense and you know how to interact, I'm okay with that. So um, what do you think is kind of like the the weirdest thing in the dating world these days? Because, um, um, you know, some people do online dating. You know, that's the new wave nowadays um, between all the apps. Some people still like to go out and meet people physically in, in whatever environment they're in. Um, so to me, dating kind of has become kind of complicated a little bit more these days. Um, so I don't know. What do you think is like one of the, the hardest things these days when it comes to just trying to get to know people? Communication. I think communication. Um, I'm not much of a person to talk on the phone. Mm -hmm. So if I do talk on the phone to you, then I'm really kind of feeling you. But at the same time, if you don't hear from me, that's a sign too. That's not a sign that I'm, I don't want to talk to you, but like, I'm the type of person where I like to come home and unwind. I live by myself. I've been Mm -hmm. by myself for a long time. Like mentally, I need some alone space. So like, I remember I dated one guy who I told him I would call him right back. Now, I'm, in my world, I'll call you right back means In everybody's world, I'm going to call you right back should, should mean that I'll talk to you tomorrow. This conversation is probably over for the night, but yeah. he really got mad at me because I did not call back. I think you need to avoid people like that. <laughs> like, if they ever get mad because you didn't call them right back, or if you say, I'm going to call you in 15 minutes and you don't call them back for 30 or 45 if they get upset about that, I think you need to find somebody else. That's just my opinion. I don't know. Um, what do you think about monogamy these days? I've had somebody tell me that um, they don't think men could be faithful. And I almost don't think monogamy is as real amongst people in general. I don't know if it's just a male thing. It seems like women are being a lot more empowered these days when it comes to the way they're taking over their lives, their careers, you know, everything. Um, they're more liberated sexually and things like that. So... I don't know if it's just men these days that's, you know, not being faithful as much. So monogamy in a committed relationship or just, I think women are taught you date someone and that's the only person you you date or the mm-hmm. only person you have sex with sort of monogamy. Like, mm-hmm. look at it both ways. Um, I really, I really don't know if I would personally want to share someone, but I don't have a problem with if that's what other people want to do in their relationship. I do understand like there are so many different ways of life that may not have been socially acceptable, like when our parents or grandparents were growing up. True. But there wasn't a whole lot of monogamy back then either. It was just that a lot of things were just swept under the rug Mm -hmm. and like kept out of the public eye. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I also think back then, I think the men were stepping out a hell of a lot more. I, mean, I do you know too. they had a family on the other side of town and all the other stuff. So um, I, I think women are less likely to put up with cheating if they do believe in monogamy nowadays. Mm-hmm. So we we don't believe like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm with this guy. He's cheating on me. But he pays the bills or things. So mm-hmm. I'm going to stick it out. Mm-hmm. We have options, too. Yeah. Y'all definitely got y'all options these days. <laughs> and y'all are quick to let a guy know, too, uh, that you ain't got to be there. So, I don't know. Um, now, with you, could you see yourself ever dating outside of, like, your race? Like, dating a guy, obviously a non-black guy? I don't know. Like, 
I've never dated a non-black guy, mm-hmm. but I'm attracted to dark skin men. So if it's just like a pure attraction sort of thing, I'm going to look for black men. Okay. There's handsome white guys out there, but I haven't been like willing to step outside of my race to date. Mm-hmm. Now, do you, so you don't judge people that, that do that, you know, that's like a hot button topic these days with, with you know, people dating outside I their race. I do not care who anyone dates as long as they're not dating me. That, that means, and cheating on me that I'm okay with it. Like I, you can't be mad at somebody for who they date. That just means that they don't want you or you have some sort of level of insecurity to a certain extent if you're okay. mad that someone dates outside their race. Yeah. I don't know. I think sometimes people spend so much time and effort um, like really focusing on what somebody else is doing. And at the end of the day, guess what? It doesn't even it doesn't affect your everyday life. And that's why I'm always shocked with that. But you come across some people that. Um, especially when you're talking about the person and maybe I'm generalizing, you can tell me if I am, especially when it comes to the person, to the woman that has the advanced degrees and things like that. You know, she, a lot of times they want that, that black man, you know, cause I've heard the, the statement made to me before that it's not a lot of good black man out there. So they hate to see when one is actually talking to somebody that's, that's, you know, outside their race or something like that. But obviously again, you're, you're a person that doesn't really have that big of an issue with it. I don't. And it's interesting that. Black men catch more flack about dating interracially than women who date interracially. Mm -hmm. So, like, when Serena Williams found her... I don't think they're married yet. I think they are married. When she she found her husband, it was like, whatever makes you happy sort of thing. But then when you have these these black entertainers who date white men, I mean, white women, mm-hmm. it's like, oh they my goodness. To hell. Right. I mean, right. I remember um, just a little while ago when Black Panther came out, I mean, I saw all the quote unquote woke people talking about, oh, this person dates a white woman. This person dates a white woman. We shouldn't go see the movie. You know? So I'm like, yo, just chill out. Like what? At the end of the day, what doesn't matter? We're all humans. Mm-hmm. So as long as that person is happy, then you can't really be mad at who they choose. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk um, uh, bad dates. Have you had some before? <laughs> um, I've had one bad date that I that kind of sticks out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need some details <laughs> on this one. What happened? This is early in my dating. Was it, was it a first date? It was a first date. It was early Ooh. in my dating um, experience, and I after this experience, and I started to like pick and choose a little better. But I met this guy. And he kept on being like, I want to see you. I want to see you. So I'm like, okay, whatever. We can meet up for dinner. Because mm-hmm. we went to the Wink and Lizard downtown. So we met up at the Wink and Lizard. It's wing night. Well, actually, we were going to go to the movies. But I was hungry first. Okay. So I'm like, let's go to the Wink and Lizard before the movie starts. Fine. We go to the Wink and Lizard. And he just started talking to me. I, I didn't really like do a, a full background check like I should have. So he just starts talking to me about his his life. And then he didn't really have money to pay for my wings, which I think it was wing night. So mm. wing night is what, 50 cent wings at Wink and Lizard? It might have been, like been even cheaper than that. So fine. I follow through because I don't want to be rude or anything like that. So I pay for my meal. It only came up to like a, um probably like 5 to $7 maybe. Okay. So then it's time to go to the movies and he doesn't drive. And I didn't know that. So I drive us to the movies and I want to go see the planet of the apes. And he's like, I already saw planet of the apes. I don't want to see planet of the apes. Well, this is the day. And you asked me to go to the movies and I want to see planet right. of the apes. So he decided to see the planet of the apes again. 
But once again, he didn't have enough money to pay for the movies. So I'm already out there. I don't know how this happened. Like how you want to see someone and then you don't With have no money, money in your to pocket. Right. That's crazy. Because we could have postponed going on a date. Well, I think some guys are comfortable with that. Like, they can roll out in that situation, and for them, it's not a biggie. And I'm looking at it like, nah, you can't go on a first date like that. Yeah, that was, like, major red flag. So, I didn't talk to him ever again after mm -hmm. that. I was about to say, now, my next question, can you rebound from a bad date? No. You, Especially a bad first date? I don't think you can. Mm -hmm. No. Well, yeah, I don't think you can either. In that situation, no. Really, I don't know any situation where you can rebound from a bad date because... In life, first impressions are everything. Mm -hmm. So if we have a, a bad first date, then that's just a sign of what the rest of our time together is going to be like. Mm -hmm. Now, you just mentioned something. You said you didn't do your whole, um, your full background check. What is a background check for you? <laughs> a background check, probably just waiting a little longer before we go on a date and just finding out a little bit more about the person. Not necessarily like going down to. See, I thought you was like <laughs> to the police the station and, yeah, or and, looking and them up, up on, on Face. Thing. I don't, I don't look people up on Facebook or Instagram like that. Just, oh, I do. I ain't gonna lie, I do. I, I have never. I probably just get more information from them, but I don't really date a lot at all, so I don't have those issues. So, what's your life like? All right, so, you, so if you don't date a lot, we we, we know the work situation is it just you you just enjoy you work you come home you have your like you said you like your space i love my space so is that what it is i, I just got told over the weekend uh when i got read by my sister-in-law and my mom um how the longer i keep waiting the harder and harder it's going to be for me to even date somebody because you just I, I know that feeling of being you have your ways and especially when you live alone uh, so is that like the biggest thing like you just like it that much or is it just you're not really pressing it pressing finding someone mm -hmm. the situation i'm in right now i just kind of like go with the flow before the particular person i'm talking to now i did i guess i was like we we have so much drama and conflict and we're not even in relationships so we need to commit or we need to just part ways sort of situation ain't nothing worse than having to go through a breakup with somebody that you weren't <laughs> even in a relationship never with. in a relationship yeah. with yeah and mm -hmm. then once we broke up then all of a sudden he's willing to do everything that i ever wanted to wanted him to do but at that for me once i decide that it's over there's almost nothing you could do to ever get back with me mm -hmm. um but i won't say that What'd you say? I said cold hearted. I'm not cold hearted. I just give people way too many chances and the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. I'm not cold. People think I'm cold hearted, but I'm really not. Okay. Um, but I won't say that I'm comfortable being alone, but I am. I'm happy being alone. I'm one of those people that there's some people out there that serial date and they don't know how to be alone. I know how to be alone and still have somebody in my mm -hmm. life. I have friends, I have family, and then I have the person that I talk to, and I find a balance between all of it. So I'm not alone every single day of the week or anything like that. It's just that I, I live alone. Yeah. And when you want your space, you have it. So. Right. Now, with you being married previously, um, are you opposed to being married again down the line in the future? Once you once you figure out you don't need as much alone space? Marriage is not a necessity Mm. Um, for me, even when I got married before it was, we were high school sweethearts. So mm. it was more like, okay, we've been through all these different stages of life together. This was the next one. It, this is the, it seemed logical to get married, but I, I'm not very religious or anything like that. So to me, 
marriage is nothing more than like a. Some people say a, it's just a piece of paper. It's a legally binding contract. Mm-hmm. It makes the breakup a little harder. Mm-hmm. It gives the person that you're dating rights when the commitment is over. But at the end of the day, a commitment is a commitment, whether you're married or not. So there's people who's who has never married and they've only been together and committed and they're very happy. And then there's people who get married and then they divorce after a couple years. So mm-hmm. as long as when I do commit, the person I'm with is fully committed to me. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm I'm so back and forth from marriage these days because, and I mean, I know my parents have been together for 40 years, but then I wonder how happy they really are. Like my mm-hmm. mom is religious. And so I look at it and it's like, all right, have you stayed all these years? I'm not saying they're saying that. I'm not saying they don't love each other. I'm definitely not saying that, but Sometimes you're just not happy. I mean, that's a long time to be with somebody. And, and it's, do you I always talk to people and I, I say to them, like, I feel like love is the one thing that we try to make last forever. Mm-hmm. And nothing in life is forever. You don't have the same job forever. You don't live in the same house forever. You don't drive the same car forever. I think we attach too much importance on the idea of love and finding that person who's going to make you happy for the rest of your life. I don't even know sure. if that's possible. I think that the people who do survive and are with someone forever, they're just very lucky. I don't know if one person can make another person happy for the rest of their for, life. For life, yeah. I question that too. And, and so I'm glad I'm not the only one that questions that whole thing. Of course, I want to find somebody and, and hopefully try it. But, you know, it's, but I do see so many examples of people that they are not happy married and mm-hmm. it's just like like you said now it's just makes the, the breakup harder um i've thought about it before it, it's does it make more sense than sometimes to almost look at marriage as a business relationship like if you have a partner say you you can stomach them enough or you do love them enough that you can spend a lot of time with them um but they bring a lot to your life it should i mean i don't know that's not the worst way to think about it to me it sounds bad but what if it is only like a business relationship and okay, we do love each other. We can be around each other and we can build a lot together. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, at that point, you know, if something happens at some point, then you can say, okay, let's, let's split these assets up and, 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 you know, get on out of here. I don't know. There's ways if you don't want to get married to make sure that the person that you are committed to, you know, is taken care of. Should something happen to you? You don't mm-hmm. really need a, to get married and weddings cost a lot of money. And I don't know it if I would, too much money. I don't think I would want to go through like a full wedding ever again, because I didn't really feel like it was about me. It's more about people coming out, looking at you, taking pictures and mm-hmm. showing you off sort of thing. I'd rather just save the money and just yeah. have like a backyard barbecue yeah, or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've done it. So I can easily see you being like, look, I ain't got to do it again. I've always said, if I do it, it will be only for my mom specifically mm-hmm. because Again, my, my two brothers, neither one of them had a wedding. They just, you know, did downtown thing, courthouse, you know. So, I don't know. So, we'll get you out of here on, on this. is still Drunk My Sober Thoughts. <laughs> so, we'll get you out of here on this question um, as I'm flipping my, my notes loudly. Um, you only can choose one thing. Okay. Um, from, your, from your guy. You only can choose one thing. Uh, you get stimulating conversation all the time. You know, he makes you laugh. Um, you can talk about anything, any topics, political, all that stuff or whatever. He always has an opinion or something. So you can do that. Or you can date a MacGyver guy. He can fix whatever in the house, fits anything, cars, whatever. Anytime something's wrong, he's your handy guy. Like You know that he's going to take care of everything. You don't have to lift a finger in that sense. Or the third guy, 
He just gives you bomb ass orgasms. <laughs> Which one is it? Um, I'm gonna have to say this is really hard. Definitely not the fix it guy because I'm all for hiring somebody if okay. we have the resources. I don't want my man like. If he can do it, that's fine. But I don't want him like breaking his back to do stuff okay. around the house. I want to chill in my relationship, both of us. Okay. But sex is very, very important. So I'm gonna have to go with the the bomb oh, orgasms man. and just find somebody to cheat with. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're keeping it real. I don't think I would cheat, but sex is very important. So mm. I'm gonna go with that. Okay. Well, thank you for sitting down and, and just having a short conversation with me. Um, I, I, I appreciate you again, accommodating, accommodating me, um, tonight. So it was cool talking to you. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're definitely going to uh, have you back on the podcast in the future. Uh, so hopefully you'll be willing to sit down with us in the future. Yep. All right. Thanks. Thank you.